Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. All right, we are ready. We are ready. Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, ACT, and Cultural Transformation. We are talking about it today. Leaders, are you ready to lead? Leaders, how do you lead? What kind of, how do you show up at work? What kind of difference do you make just by being there? And I don't mean, you know, they're all blessed by, thank goodness the boss is here. We just feel so much better. It's not that kind of a thing at all, Rich. Yep. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff we're talking about. Now, when you're around a leader who is really a great leader and he knows his people, works with his people or her people, there's a palpable something that you feel. There's something that they feel. There's a connection that's very real. It's very deep. It is palpable. That's that's really the word. You watch them, how they look after their people, talk to their people, encourage their people. It's a real strong tie and relationship that they have with each other. And that leader is the one who sets it. So we're going to be talking about this palpable, very real and, you know, experience that these leaders bring because of who it is that they are. So let's start there, Rich. Rich Bear, my partner. I'm Michael Bailey. This is what we're doing today. So go. So I, I, this is going to be a, a fun topic and a very interesting topic because it, it really goes down to those authentic leaders that really practice authentic leadership. And it doesn't have to be anything that we believe in as, as far as believing in a leader. We've all been around leaders that you just know they're authentic. They speak their own truth, they back their their what they say up with actions, and you just know what they say comes from the heart. That's a very critical point to being an authentic leader. And so you, you talk about uh, you know these these type of leaders. So what is it? Let's talk about values and principles first. What what kind of values and principles do you have? Or do these leaders have that that you feel their their the sense they're true authentic leaders, and do they actually back it up, or do you back up with actions what your values and principles are? And I think the most the first point is really defining what your values and principles are. Wouldn't you agree, Michael? Oh, absolutely. You've got to know what they are. You've got to live them. Yeah. And if you can't name them, you can't live them. If you can't live them, you then you really can't be them. Right. So there's this cycle that's going on here. And that's that's kind of our whole point here with leaders. Leaders think differently. They don't think I'm the boss. They actually, the brain function as a, as a different kind of a, a, a level because they, I think that you watch a good leader work, 
you're watching them work between these different connections in their brain, between their intellect, their emotions, their motivation, the creativity, the, the just the get it done kind of stuff. They're really good working and moving very easily, flexible. That's the whole thing of being able to adapt or adjust and be flexible, pivot. They're very, very good at that. They didn't get there by accident. It's something that they worked at deliberately and they work at it every single day. So a lot of leaders, if I just get the name, we've talked about this a thousand times, you know, just get the name and you think you've arrived, brother, you've just begun. Sister, you're just on a foot, first step on the long journey here. That's not what it is. You really do have to pay this price, but it's a, pay, it's a paying of the price that you love to do. You love to do it because you yeah. love uh, working with the people. You love helping the people. You love bringing out the best in the people, seeing them grow and blossom, and really mature in their own abilities as an employee, as their skills and all that kind of stuff. It's something that you're very, very deeply engaged in. So, yes. so there's this idea of, I think you're right, that, you know, there's their way of seeing it. At the same time, they have they did they generally are very straight shooters. Yes, That's one of the things that makes I think them remarkable. They can see things really quite clearly and objectively. They can yeah. take out the bias. They can take out their own prejudice. They can say, "Well, this is kind of what it, I was going to do," but if I look at it, you know, the, you know, a little bit more just without the emotion on it, this is the way I see it. This is the way I play that particular thing. So if you go to talk to those people. They are going to tell you the way they see it, the way that it is for them. They may debate about it. They may just say, well, that's the way I, I see it. That's the way I'm going to call it. And they don't feel that sense of insecurity about it, which is really interesting. Yeah. They're pretty solid in the way they've seen things because they've done it again and again. I think that's important. They live, uh, you know, they've got all these experience through living, through living through this. And it takes time. It takes a lot of time. You know, I think that's one critical factor for a lot of these young leaders to, to learn is a title doesn't mean leadership. And if you think that simply because you've reached a certain point that you have now leadership capabilities, you're selling yourself way short. You truly are because there's so much more out there. It's just like these leaders we're talking about, Michael. When they talk, you mentioned something. That and, and really, when they speak, their voice resonates with their heart. You know what they're saying, they truly believe in. It's and that's where it comes down is it's palpable, it gives you goosebumps. You know, you're in the presence of someone who truly acts the way they believe. You know, they're not up there regurgitating inspirational quotes from whoever. The stuff that they're saying is coming from their own heart. Yeah, there's a calmness about it. There's a clarity about it. Yeah. There's a confidence about it that's um, like it's unshakable. You know, they're very, very solid people. That's why they can put themselves in these difficult, stressful, trying uh, situations, leading the company, leading an organization, still yeah. keep their head above the water, still be that individual that's encouraging everybody else and showing the way. And, hey, let's not back down. We're still going after it. We're going to make this thing happen. We will figure it out. We will get it done one way or the other. So right. that kind of pressure, I mean, what is that whole thing about, you know, how do you create diamonds, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's the pressure. Yep. How, what, where does steel come from? Yeah. Well, the pressures, you know, the heat and everything else that it goes through to become pounding uh, and that, yeah, that, that heat and that melting and that everything else that goes through that process. And it's not an easy process. 
It takes no, time. It's, it's, and it's not it's, something that happens. And it's not comfortable. No. That's another thing. It's not a comfortable situation. But again, because there's a lot of joy for these people who like to lead and want to lead well and want to become yeah. great leaders, there is a lot of joy in it. Even though they may have to sacrifice, even though there may be difficult times that you know, they kind of shake them up to, there's still this sense of, you know, this is what I want. This yeah. is really what I you know deeply, profoundly want. Right. And therefore, I'm willing to pay the price and go through whatever it takes to get myself there so I can be that person for those people that I am leading, for the organization. That's a, that's a very serious commitment that they make. And the, and the people that, that do that, I just my hat's off to them because they're extraordinary in their commitment. Guess what? Probably one of those situations, ordinary people making extraordinary commitments to do extraordinary things. That's probably what it really comes down to in a lot of ways. Absolutely. And here's one of the things that you know, and we've even run into this lately, uh, Michael. It's never too early and it's never too late in your life to take up, you know, these and start working on these these things that will make you grow. These principles that will make you grow, these these proven principles of, of leading from the heart, doing what you say, saying the right thing, and, and acting on those values and principles. And guess what? When you start doing that, when you start practicing what you preach, when you start saying what you truly believe in, pretty soon you start speaking and living the truth to the point where people around you start following you as a leader. That becomes, your, your ability becomes palpable to others around you, yeah. your leadership ability. And that that truly was what it's about. It's about personal growth. The more you do that, the more you grow personally. Yeah, personally. And uh, as a leader, the, you know, it, it's interesting. We, we work with young people, middle-aged people, older people, developing their leadership abilities. Here's an interesting thing. Young people that come into this, this is kind of like really new and different. Oftentimes they kind of think they know it already and then they start discovering, holy cow, I really don't know what I'm doing here. And, you know, they got to be humble about it, being able to willing to, to take on new information and under ideas and not think that they got it all, you know, and do new things. That can be kind of tough. Middle-aged folks, they're more open and they're more malleable to it. Like, okay, yeah, I now see that I, I thought I knew, but it's clearly... It's clear that I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. So they're highly motivated to get it right this time. Older people, it's like, you know, they maybe never really had any leadership development. But because of their experience, they're now in a position where these things can start quickly coming together. They just kind of move into place quickly because now they've got this framework. They've got this, this yeah. structure that can now start filling in very quickly based on their experiences, lessons that they've learned yeah. in life, the things that they've done, the things that they've accomplished. All of a sudden, it just starts assembling together. Any way that you approach it, it is a do-it-yourself activity. Nobody can do it for you. You're the only one that can do it. However, you can get assistance. You can get help and understanding, here's where you are. Let's do this now. Here's what you got out of it. What do you get out of this? What do you think about that? Let's take it to the next place. And giving us, giving you these different, you might say models, these mental models, these different working models of how do you actually put it together in such a way that it really is yours. There are leadership models, often not the way that we think about them, because when you really get down to it, leadership models are really a brain, are brain models when you really get down to it. Why is there somebody like Alexander the Great 
an incredible guy that conquered at that time all the known world, not, not China and that stuff, but, you know, what was known. He began very young. He was taught very young by, you know, some brilliant people that knew yeah. how to prepare his mind for that stuff. Your son, he's a, he's a great baseball player. He's a great pitcher. But, man, he started young. So he's been in the game a long time, pitching again and again and again. And he's stuck with it. That's why he's so good at it. And as he gets older, not only is he going to be developing that sense of, you know, who it is, who it is that I am as a, as, a, as a pitcher and as a ball player. I know he's already got some things going on in terms of the character of his leadership. That will grow more and more and more because he's been in it for a long time. He's had great coaches working with him. That's, that's teams. Michael. He's great coaches and still has great coaches. Yeah. Those coaches, he, he basically from one coach to another great coach, you recognize, you know, his abilities. But that's that's really what it comes down to. And here's the interesting thing, Michael. This personal growth that we're talking about, this leadership personal growth. You know, this type of leadership that, that becomes palpable, authentic, it can't be purchased. It truly can't be purchased. It doesn't come from expensive suits. It doesn't come from corner offices. It doesn't come from your name on the outside of the door. It doesn't come from good PR or daily affirmations from those folks around you. It doesn't come from speaking workshops. It doesn't come from reading leadership articles or books. Those things can help. But what it comes from is true, dedicated, personal growth yeah it really does it's uh, we had you talked about this meme this morning george carlin says you know people think you know that they can be happy by getting a lot of possessions right yeah so if you're going after the possession that's what you're talking about all the the stuff right all the stuff that'll make you feel like you're successful and happy and you've made it you've arrived he said doing that approach is kind of like you know feeding yourself by taping you know sandwiches all over your body i <laughs> Yeah, inside. it's just out there. You got to get it inside of you for it to be genuine and real so that, you know, it's affecting you. And so in turn, you can possibly uh, positively, uh, positively affect other people. So, yeah, this is a this is a real battle for you. And there's a good chance out there that a lot of the leaders that are watching this now, there's a good chance that uh, just looking statistically. Just looking at statistically, there's only about one in um, four, maybe one in three, um, not even that, maybe one in five, one in four leaders out there that are really doing a great job. The other three, yeah. four aren't doing so great. But the chances are that you may be one of those leaders that are hoping you're doing a great job, but you really may not know. How can you know? How can you actually know if you're doing a great job, not just, you know, the paparazzi in your organization on your team are going, yeah, you're great. Yeah. La, la, la. How can you find out? Yeah. And so there is, there's a way we've got a, a little, little, but it's, it's very insightful leadership assessment, a survey, powerful. Uh, it is freaking powerful. And its ability to help you understand who you are, how you work, what level of real confidence you're working at. Tell us a little bit about that, Rich. You know, we have an assessment that really dives deep into your personal leadership traits. 
Over 12,000 people globally have taken this same assessment. Now, it's not just an assessment that uh, we're throwing out there and, and saying that, yeah, 12,000 people have taken it. There's people like Steve Jobs, Roger Enrico, Bill Lowe, thousands of other global CEOs, leaders who have taken this exact same assessment to start their journey with coaches like ourselves. That's right. Coaches like ourselves that have, we have a unique opportunity for you. If you're listening to us, to come talk to us, to take this assessment, start down the path with your personal leadership journey. Because honestly, this is where it starts. Prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. Picking up a book and saying, man, I just read this book. Well, I'm a leader now. Doesn't work that way because or going to a seminar where they're going to teach you about communication for a week is not the path. It simply isn't. Why is it that so? Why doesn't that work? Why does it going to all these little mini um, um, trainings? Why why doesn't that really work when you look at it? Kind of looks addresses the skills, but it really doesn't get to you. Why why is that so? Because we don't start at the same place. We don't. We all have different values. We all have different beliefs that that in turn drive the way we we function the way we believe, the way we act. And we don't all plug ourselves into that leadership map in the same place. That's that's the key. We don't all start at the same place. And there's assumptions that if we go to these seminars or whatever, that we're all going to start at the same place. We're all going to plug ourselves right into that, that particular uh, skill set and be on our way. But that's not how it works. It truly isn't. About 50% of leaders that are, are people that are put in leadership positions fail at it badly. And sometimes it absolutely ruins their career. And it's not altogether their fault. It's because of poor leadership in the organization that didn't know how to train them, teach them, raise them up, nurture them to become leaders. But because they had a bad experience, they think it's all about them. Therefore, they failed and they just they carry that burden around with them for the rest of their lives. That's that's a horrible, horrible thing to to carry around. So th- there's this one hand of just it can be very damaging. And to be honest, with, with, all, with, with the rest that make it, very few still make it to a great position of understanding what leadership is. The rest are kind of in that middle management and the kind of feeling it, but they're not. They feel a little disgruntled and they're wishing and they're hoping something's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Until you do something about it when it really gets down to it. So if you think of it this way, folks, think of it this way. What if you could take this little 20-minute, 20 minutes survey on leadership, kind of leader you are and how you're wired and how you best work? What if that survey could be the beginning of turning everything around for you as a leader? What could that be worth to you? I told you one thing, it'd, be, it'd reduce stress. Number two, it's going to stop wasting your time. It's going to get you to stop guessing at it because you're going to start knowing what's actually going on. Instead of having a lot of anxiety about things, you're going to start developing a lot of courage. You're going to start feeling more and more yourself, just like the kind of leaders we're talking about here, the guy and gal who's really authentic. The other thing it's going to do is this, because you know how to lead and you really get how to do it, it's going to make you a whole lot more money. 
because you now have the skills and the character to bring forth in any situation of leadership. When you think about it that way, who in their right mind, and I know I'm oversimplifying this, but I'm telling you, if you have, if, we, if you knew somebody had the secret, and it is kind of a, a secret or the magic sauce or the secret sauce to you becoming a great leader and getting out, breaking out of the glass ceilings, why in the world would you not take the time to contact us and get that survey from us for free? And we unpack it for free so that you can find out what's not clicking for you. What's missing? What, what, what is it you don't quite understand or know yet? Why would you not do that? I mean, freak, it's a free gift that could change everything in your life. Is that true, Rich? I mean, this relates to change completely. Well, we when we've seen it happen. We're seeing it happen now. We're working with people now uh, that that even we've been told by a president of a company recently, and I, I can't mention his name because we don't have his permission. But he he even personally said, out of all the things I've done in my career to try to determine where my skill set lies. I've never taken anything to open the door as far as this one did. Free. Are you, are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Are, you, are you ready as a leader to, to come and, and step up to the plate? Because quite frankly, this world needs good leaders. Oh my gosh. Badly. You know, we see every day in the media, just pathetic examples of incredibly poor, self-centered, and dare I say, evil leadership. We need great leaders. Are you ready to step up? You, re- you ready to start your path? Now, that, that doesn't mean that we're going to make you the next great leader. That's up to you. That's up to you, but we can help start you on a path that's going to get you there. We can show you the path. We can show you how it's done. We can show you the work that you've got to do. Some things that you must do in order to develop that, bring that out, bring it forth. We can show you how to do that. We can hold you accountable for it. We can get in those discussions, those tough discussions, when you're confused, upset, frustrated, and you just don't know what to do anymore. You're pulling your hair out. We can get you past all that crap, you know, all that stuff, or boredom, or, you know, whatever it is. You know, we can help get you there. You do the work. We'll show you the way. You will get there. And I don't understand why somebody wouldn't say, yeah, why not? Find out. It's free. Yeah. Tell you what, you wouldn't be the first one who's done that because there's a lot of others who who have and are. Yeah, it is. It's, and it's a lot of fun. When you really take a look at it, it's really actually a lot of fun. We laugh a lot. We laugh at each other a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who are you shouting out to today, Michael? We've got we've got a lot of people out there. We gotta make a shout out to. Let's see. We got some folks out in Baru, Sao Paulo. Oh. Yeah. Excellent. South America. Yeah. There you go. Brazil. How are you folks doing? Hope you have this is they're going into their summertime. They're springtime, right? Right. Spring and summer right now down there. I guess. Yeah. yeah, Most of it would be be the case. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Pass the word around. Let other people know that we're here and that uh, we're fun people to listen to. We might. You just might learn something by joining us and and, uh, send us your cards and postcards and emails and all that kind of stuff. We yep. love reading them. Yep. Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. And uh, yeah, keep the postcards coming, <laughs> especially from Brazil. Show, there you show go, man. Look like this time of year. So, 
Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. Reach out. Let's talk. And uh, hope you have a great day and take care of each other. And once again, thank you for your support. And we'll see you again next time. All the best to you. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.